Welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. I'll be giving you actionable value to help you with mindset, training, and nutrition to help you transform your life. Disclaimer, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Not because I want to be mean, but because I generally respect you. Also, I'm a meathead. So if you tune in and decide to give me the time out of your life that you know you'll never get back, the very least I can do for you is keep it a stack. Expect to be educated, motivated, and inspired. And get ready to laugh over some light-hearted banter. Now that that's out the way, let's chat with IFBB Pro Matt Butale. Get ready, meatheads. Time to dive in. Yo, what's good, Meatheads? Hope you're having an amazing day, and welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. It's your returning champion, IFBB Pro, Matt Butale, and today I'm going to be coming at you with another topic, okay? So today I'll be bringing a very near and dear story to me, okay? Something that is true, something that is happening um, right now as we speak, and it's fucking exciting, it's amazing, and I love it, and I just really want to share it with you because it's uh, it means a lot to me, all right? It's a true story. Today I'll be sharing a true story about how I'm currently helping a retired truck driver lose 15 pounds in one month. Well, he already lost the 15 pounds, so that's a spoiler alert. And it was in four weeks exactly yesterday. Okay, so it took four weeks for him to lose 15 pounds in a single fucking month. Okay, and this guy's over 60 years old. All right, and he's a retired truck driver. And so if you're younger, if you're 30, if you're half that age, or if you're in somewhere in between like 45, then this is something you got to listen to. I promise. It's going to motivate you. It's kind of fucking inspirational. Not just because this is just a random truck driver, but because this story is actually a story about my dad, my father. Yeah. Who would have thought? This IFBB pro, he's got a father that's overweight. Who would have fucking thought? Anyway, it doesn't matter if you think that. It doesn't matter what you think. The fact of the matter is that he's losing literally weight rapidly and in a sustainable way for himself, for his lifestyle without even using a fucking food scale at the age of over 60 years old. So we're going to be breaking it down. I'm going to be talking about sort of who he is, how he ended up getting to where he is right now and where he wants to go with his current fitness journey at his age. So you can sort of formulate what's realistic in your sort of predicament. All right. So again, he is no average truck driver. All right. He's, he's my dad. I, if you guys don't know, was raised on a truck driver's dollar. All right, that's my dad has been a truck driver since as long as I can remember. Okay, and throughout my life, I've watched him go through several things that men usually go through, and then extra things that men don't usually go through that he still went through. You know, like divorce, like two life threatening incidents, which I'm not going to get too in depth with, but you know, these things did happen, and I've never seen anybody more resilient. In my fucking life. I'm, and I mean that 100%. There's nobody that I know on this planet that is more resilient than my father. And it's like no reason why I am the way I am today. I got to pay homage to him because I saw that guy wake up relentless 3, 3, 4, 5, you know, a.m. in the morning, every single morning, working a 12 to 16 hour shifts, doing long haul, driving from fucking Canada to Mexico and back, you know, to put food on the table. And I've seen this guy hustle and hustle and hustle all of his fucking life. And it's, it's been nothing but an inspiration and a fucking lesson for me. And I'm grateful to have had a father like that in my life and to continue to have someone so supportive and such a great role model. Okay, but somewhere along the way, he neglected himself. Okay, because he has family. 
And family is the primary responsibility of any fucking responsible man. And if you're a responsible man and you have a family, you know what I'm talking about. So he ended up putting himself on the back burner, back burner to feed his wife, to feed his kids. And when I say putting himself on the back burner, I mean he completely neglected his health in order to provide for our family. He would short himself on sleep. He would eat what's convenient on the road. You know, and even when he'd come home, he'd eat quite a bit. He wouldn't ever, you know, restrain himself with the food. He'd eat a lot. You know, he'd eat a lot of fried foods. You know, we're African, so he's eating a lot of African food. If you guys know what fufu is, shout out to you. You know, fried plantain, he's eating that. Right? Fried fish, he's eating that. Fried chicken, he's eating that. Right? And these things lead to high cholesterol, which actually did lead to high cholesterol for him. And many other, you know, health issues later down the line, which is just inevitable when you have a diet like that. If, if you know, you got cultural dishes, you know what exactly what I'm talking about. Whether you're from Africa, India, the Middle East, wherever you're from, you know those cultural dishes will sneak upon you in the end. And so that's what he would continuously do. He would eat that all the time. Right? And, you know, over the span of 20 years of him being a dedicated truck driver, okay, and providing for his family, putting himself last... You know, and putting his family and his wife and his kids first, it ended up catching up to him. And again, like, let's just, again, let's put a little gap in here. There was also a divorce, you know, between, you know, in his life, which was my mother and all that stuff. And so he also went through that sort of adversity. And then around that time, maybe a couple of years later, he almost lost his life due to an incident, which I'm not going to talk about over here. All right. And then after that, he almost lost his life again in a truck accident. This, this was recent. This was about a year ago, last March. Okay, and this truck accident actually almost amputated his arm. Okay, and since then, he hasn't been able to return to the 18-wheelers, you know, running the truck life. He doesn't do that anymore. He's, he, had to, he was forced into an early retirement, which sent him in a spiral of depression. Right? Like, think of it. This guy was, all he knew was wake up, work, wake up, work, wake up, work. And then the only thing that he could actually do to make himself feel valuable in this world, like he was worth being alive, was taken away from him due to a crazy freak fucking accident on the highway. You know, where the truck rolled over and his hand was hanging out the window. It gets really graphic. I don't really want to talk about it, you know, but later on down the line in his transformation, when he's making more progress and we're comfortable with uploading pictures, you'll be able to see all that. I won't spare any details. So follow me on Matt Butale, you know, Instagram. Wherever you honestly are watching this TikTok, I'll be posting about it in the near future because he's fucking hustling, man. He's really burning that weight. Okay. Outside of the injury that he had with the several reconstructive surgeries, he was able to actually keep his arm and it wasn't amputated. Okay. He had incredible back pain, you know, proteinuria. If you guys don't know what that is, it's, it's basically when your body isn't metabolizing the protein properly and it's, it's found in your urine, right? It's not a good sign of... of like internal health his high cholesterol and sleep apnea if you don't know what sleep apnea is it's really loud snoring and essentially your body mass is so high that it gets in the way of you actually breathing and so in your sleep you'll have gaps of breath which you could actually die with sleep apnea is fucking deadly and it happens when you are like really really overweight or morbidly obese for your specific height with a bmi of over 30 on average okay he was on medications for these things Okay, and he hated it. And, you know, it got to a point where, like, he honestly told me that he hated the way he looked. 
He hated the way he felt because his back always fucking hurt. Like he literally couldn't stand up for, I swear to God, four to five minutes without being in pain. And it really fucking hurt. Like for me to see that and for him to tell me that, I really, it fucked me up, to be honest with you. Because I know the power of health. What I do for a living is getting people out of his position and into a better position and more healthy. Right? And to see my own father going through that pain was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm right here. I can just literally change his his mind and help him and allow him to, like, experience what success actually looks like for his body. For him to actually enjoy the way he looks. For him to live a higher quality life. For him to fit into the clothes that he actually wants to wear. Like, I have the knowledge to help him do that. And don't get me wrong, in the past I've tried. But you know how it is with people that are, especially when they're your parents, right? They just, you know, you're, you're just their kid, so it doesn't matter. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it just hit rock bottom for him, and he's like, I can't fucking do this anymore. And so he decided to reach out to me. My own father, can you imagine? This guy's an African man. He's in his 60s, so you know it took fucking balls for him to do this. Because <laughs> they have a high ego and a high pride. They'll never ask for help, let alone from their own fucking kids. And so he reached out to me, which honestly, that act alone, I already saw, okay, yeah, he's fucking done being in this position, right? He trusts me. He loves me. I know that for sure. He's proud of me. But for him to come out to me and ask for help was just, that showed me he was at the bottom line and he was not going any worse. And it actually really hit when he was, he was coming up to me. He asked me, he says, you know, I'm hanging out with my new friends and stuff. And they're telling me that I'm losing a little bit of weight. At this time, he wasn't doing anything, you know? And let me know if you've had that conversation with your parents where they come up to you, they're like, yeah, you know, like, they said I was losing weight. I'm like, but you haven't been fucking doing anything. And I'm an asshole, you know what I mean? Like, I'm blunt. You know, if I, if, like, one problem that I used to have, if I ever lied, it was because I didn't want to tell the truth. Because whenever I tell the truth, it's actually very rude. I don't like um, being, I don't try to be rude, but there's no filter when I am telling you the truth. Which is why it often hurts. So, <laughs> but he's my dad, so he can, he always understands what I say when I say it without the rude part. So I said, like, dude, you're not fucking, you haven't been losing weight. You haven't been doing anything. You eat the same. You don't exercise. You don't do fucking anything. So how the fuck are you losing weight, man? You're delusional. You're around people that are fucking pumping your tires. It's not true. And he's like, ah, you know, you're just being an asshole. I'm like, okay, come step on the scale. <laughs> I kid you not. I told him to step on the scale. And so he stepped on the scale and he weighed fucking 262 pounds, 0.8. He's like, no, there's no fucking way. He's like, no, the scale's broken. I said, cool, we'll go to another room on another floor and we'll do it there. Did it again. 262.8. He's like, no, this is, uh, this is absolutely fucked. This is not true. Let's do it somewhere else. It brought it somewhere else. Did it again. 262.8. He's like, no, there's no fucking way. He looks at me, looks down at the floor, looks at his gut, looks at me again. He's like, fuck it. I'm all in. What do I have to do? And from then on, he didn't even call me Matt anymore. He started calling me coach. He refers to his, all of his friends and even to me when he talks to me as coach. Like, it's hilarious because I've never, I've tried in my past to help him. He's seen how I've helped others. But for him to swallow his pride and actually go like, fuck, like, okay, you have the magic recipe. I want to just do whatever it is. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. And I looked at him. I'm like, okay, this guy's he's approaching 60. You know, he's had two major life-threatening incidents where he had several surgeries for so he's not as mobile as you know most people can be he can't use his, his arms really to lift weights at this point okay and he's got severe back pain he's got all these other conditions so on and so forth so i'm thinking of something super simple for him to do that will give him results that is sustainable 
Okay, and mind, he was also in his 60s. So what did we do? How did I get him, a truck driver who was forced into early retirement after 20 years on the fucking road, how did I get him at over 60 years old to lose 15 pounds, 15.2 to be exact, in four weeks exactly, from September 16th, 2023 to October 16th, 2023? What did I do? It's very simple. I said, look, if you're willing and able to commit to actually changing your body, not just for now, not just to lose some weight, but to like for life and to get rid of your proteinuria, to get rid of your sleep apnea, to get rid of your high cholesterol, and to actually be fucking healthy, love the way you look in your own clothes. If you really and truly want that, then you're going to adopt a healthy lifestyle. And you're not just going to try to get fit for a couple of months. And that's the first commitment that I need from you. And then I got that commitment from him. He said, yes, I'm willing to do anything. Because that 262 fucking hurt. I saw the pain in his eyes, man. He couldn't believe it. And some of you guys listening to this might experience that when you step on the scale. Honestly, step on the scale now. See how that makes you feel. It's fearful. It's scary. Do it. I fucking promise you. That's the slap in the face you need if you haven't got one already. Okay, so what do we do? I told him it's very simple. All I want you to do is 30 minutes every single day on the treadmill. Just walk. Literally, walk. That's a moment of silence. That's a walk. That's how fucking simple it was. Walk seven days a week. Period. No matter what happens, the treadmill's at home. You walk seven days a week on a 10% incline at one and a half miles per hour. That's all you got to do. He's like, really? I said, really? He's like, it's that easy? I'm like, it's that easy. Especially when you've gone 20 fucking years of your life without doing any physical activity. It's that easy. Trust me, you're going to see the weight come off. I told him to expect at least 10 pounds in one month. Okay? And he was, you know, he talked to me. He's like, you know, ah, fuck, man. If I, if I lose anything less than 10, I'm going to be, you know, demotivated. I'm not going to be excited. I'm not going to be happy. I'm going to be like, this is a waste of time. I'm like, dude, even if you lose one fucking pound, you're losing weight. And if you want to abide by the commitment that you gave me and you said, I'm going to do fucking whatever it takes for the rest of my life. To not only get to where I want to go in terms of fitness and health and the way I feel, but to keep it, and if not progress further, then I said, it doesn't matter if you lose one pound in one month. The mindset is that you never stop. And for some people, it's a little bit absurd, but I know who I was dealing with. This is my father. Whatever I have, he has to, and I'm a fucking maniac, so he's a fucking maniac. So I told him, if you want to do it, this is what you got to do. Okay, it's very simple. You can't go to the gym right now. You, you know, all these surgeries and your way or, you know, the condition of your body right now wouldn't allow you to, you just injure yourself. It would be counterproductive. You would not get the results that you want. So let's start off simple. So he does 30 minutes of cardio, two, three days. He's like, hmm, this is quite easy. So he ups it to 45 minutes and keeps it around the same speed, 1.5 miles per hour. Same thing, 10% incline. Okay, then he comes up to me and says, I know that it's not all, it's not all about phys, uh, physical activity. I also have to do you know something when it comes to my nutrition. And I said, yeah. And so he's the type of guy like a lot of you guys listening to this doesn't want to be bothered with a food scale, okay? Just wants to put the fucking meal on the plate and eat it. And so I said, okay, I'm just gonna say the carbs that you've been eating for the years and years and years and years of you truck driving without you exercising. We're going to cut those out. And I know a lot of people are going to think, well, Matt, you said carbs aren't bad for you. You can have carbs and still lose weight. Yes, absolutely you can. But if you want to choose to not use a food scale, 
that you should choose to not have an absurd amount of carbs or at least high glycemic carbs because it's very easy to fuck up the portions and go backwards with your progress. And so I kept it very simple. No food scale. If you don't want to use a food scale, you're going to stick to low glycemic carbs and you're going to have them baked or boiled. Okay, and you're going to stick to dark green vegetables. All right, you're going to have them raw or, or in a stew. It's very simple. Sodium in control. Nothing too crazy. All right, and it's for your protein sources. Nothing's fried. All right. And again, he already had proteinuria, so he had to reduce his protein intake so that he could be, you know, so we could be on the safe side anyway. But we weren't counting his protein. We weren't counting his carbs, even though they were all low glycemic. And of course, we weren't counting the fucking vegetables. He was just eating those to make sure that he was healthy internally. Dark greens. All right. And so it was very simplistic, a very basic approach. Of course, what he was eating was a lot less in terms of uh, a portioning because I was there to, to look at him and say, hey, like this is, you know, you want to have a smaller portion as well. You know, you don't just want to be eating as much as you possibly can. You want to learn how to taper down and not eat until you get overly full or full, but eat until you've had enough, which he was able to train himself to do. And his metabolism was actually uh, increasing as he was getting more physically active within the first week and a half. Right. So we had no food scale. All he did was walk 45 minutes a day, 1.5 miles per hour on a 10% incline on a fucking treadmill seven days a week. And in exactly four weeks from September 16th, 2023 to October 16th, 2023, he lost 15.2 pounds. So he went from 262 pounds, 0.8, okay, to 247.6. And I kid you not, guys. When he stepped on that, he was fucking scared of shit. He's like, you know, we're only going to check once a month, but I I don't know, man. If I step on the scale and I'm, you know, I don't at least lose 10 pounds or he goes by what? Uh, if I don't lose at least three kilos or whatever, six pounds, seven pounds, then I'm going to be fucking de demotivated. Okay. And so I'm thinking, man, dude, whatever happens on the scale, I promise you it's going to be less. Why? Because he was already telling me by three weeks in, two and a half weeks in, he's like, my back doesn't hurt anymore. You know, I can sleep better. You know, I wake up, I'm more energized. And so those are already signs to me that th it was already fucking working and signs to him as well. And he knew it. He was excited. That's why he, he hoped that those results aligned with the number on the scale, which they exceeded his expectations. Okay. And when I saw him step on that scale and get off that scale, like... If you're watching this live, you can see me cheesing right now. I'm smiling, bro. Because that was fucking exciting. I've never seen him that happy in my fucking life. Like, actually that happy. Like, he, he jumped a little bit. Maybe I saw him happy once like that. I think it was way back when the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup. But he jumped, man. This guy got off the scale. He's like, what? Nah. Let's, and we did the exact same thing. We put it on different floors of the house, right? And he's like, this is impossible. This is impossible. The first time... When we were, you know, at 262, he's like, this is impossible with, like, a frown. But now he's like, this is impossible. He's like, this is fucked. I was expecting 10 pounds and I got 15. Oh, man. I'm going to turn up the heat. I'm going to fucking... And, dude, guys, seven days a week, 45 minutes, he did not fucking miss. And he's at 60 years old, had multiple surgeries, life-threatening fucking injuries, and there's no excuses for you because of that. I don't give a fuck. 45 minutes, you can walk. This man exceeded both our expectations by just being consistent and doing basic shit didn't even use a food scale just ate less okay 
the foods that he couldn't control himself with, stopped eating them, and then he remained consistent with his efforts on the treadmill. And because of that, he was able to go from 262 pounds, 262.8 to be specific, down to 247.6 in one fucking month. And now, instead of doing 1.5 miles per hour on the 10% incline for 45 minutes on the treadmill, we're tweaking it up and we're going to get into 1.7. We're going to see what results we do get in the next one month because we only check in every single month. Okay, and again, I'm just saying, let's aim for 10. Let's aim for 10. Let's aim for 10. But if we exceed it, we exceed it. That's amazing. And so, guys, his goal is to reach 200 pounds and it never give up on his body again. Not just to hit the fucking weight, but that commitment that he made at the beginning of this episode that I talked about, about him never, ever, ever giving up on himself again because he hated the way he fucking felt, the way he felt that he looked in clothes, the way his health was fucking him up. He couldn't stand for more than five fucking minutes lower back pain, you know, proteinuria, high cholesterol, all these annoying meds, all those things, to put that in the past permanently and age gracefully and achieve a body weight he hasn't fucking achieved since, you know, the early 2000s. Like, that was his commitment. And his goal is to reach 200 pounds. And guys, I fucking promise you, over my dead body, like, you will see this happen. I've never seen this guy so fucking dedicated and I'm more than proud beyond proud. I actually caught myself saying I'm proud of you like every fucking day to my dad. You know, I text him, I tell him this, you know, tell him that I'm, I'm proud of you, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen the effort that he's putting in and now the people around him are noticing, but most importantly, he's off the fucking meds. My dad gets to live longer, man. That's fucking sick. That's wicked. And all because of what? Simplicity consistency but most importantly swallowing his pride and ego and asking for help even when he didn't want to like guys i don't know if you understand how strict and how prideful african parents can be and this guy literally he was not an exception at all and a lot of you guys listening to this right now might think oh i know it all or i don't need you know this can't really help me that much i don't really believe that it can cool You'll see his progress in the next coming months and you're going to be like, okay, maybe let's have a conversation because this is not a joke. This is not a joke. And I know he'll reach 200 pounds by his next birthday at the very least. It's about next year, right? And he says he maybe wanted, like he might hit 170 pounds actually. You know, like that, that might be his end all like life gold and he'll maintain 170. And he hasn't been that weight since the mid fucking 80s, guys. Nothing is impossible. If this 60-year-old truck driver who's been retired after 20 years of service with several injuries, several setbacks, divorce, everything, stress, meds, poor health, if he can lose 15 pounds in one month without a food scale and just by walking at, at over 60 years old, there's no fucking excuse for you, and I'm sorry about it. Like, period. Whatever you're telling yourself is absolute bullshit. Like, fuck that shit. It's bullshit. Stop telling yourself that, because you heard this story, and you'll be seeing it if you follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, YouTube, wherever. I'll be posting this transformation in the coming months. All right? 
that's it. That's all. If you like this episode, share it out with a friend. I hope I was able to deliver a valuable experience to you guys and girls today. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. Also, if you want to lose 15 pounds in one month in a very simple manner, and you're around 250, 260, 270 pounds, you've been a truck driver or you've been doing a job that doesn't really require you to move a lot, you can shoot me a message at Matt Butale on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, wherever you're listening to this, watching this. Drop a comment on YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube, and I'll reach out to you, and we'll see if you'll be a good fit in the Natural Nomad Academy so that I can help you personally. And you'll have a personal coach, IFBB Pro, Matt Butale. All right? Let's embrace your inner head together. It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. IFBB Pro, Matt Butale, signing out. Boom! Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. Don't forget to implement at least one thing from this podcast. Remember, information without implementation is just fucking noise. I provide actionable value for a reason. Take full advantage of it. If you laughed, cried, got any value, motivation, or inspiration from this podcast, share it out to one friend who you know will enjoy it too. Shameless plug, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Matt Butale, if you want to know this meathead on a more personal level. Heads up, it's not safe for work and it can get explicit. Viewer's discretion is advised, but I promise you will still laugh, learn, and get value. Also, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy and join the meathead community, feel free to DM me and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. Let's embrace your inner meathead. All right, it's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural Nomad Academy head coach and natural IFBB pro Matt Butale signing out.